0: What's up, sports fans, and welcome to another episode of Football Fanatics here on Final Timeout Sports. I'm your host, Forbes Crowley, joined by my fellow host, Fernando Doctors. Now for this ninth episode of Football Fanatics, we're gonna be breaking down the AFC playoff picture, going all seeds one through seven, who's gonna be taking the division, maybe giving you guys some insight and some advice on who to bet on to make the playoffs, miss the playoffs. Nando will kick it off right to you. Who do you have making the playoffs?
1: at the end of this year for the AFC? So, Forbes, I think the AFC is going to be super competitive this year. Um, I think that there will definitely be a couple of uh, eyebrows raised when I'm done, you know, picking my seven uh, for this, you know, this this conference that's pretty stacked. I'm not going to lie. But ultimately, I, I don't see there being more than, like, 10 teams, though, that could, could, you know, be in the AFC playoff picture. But it kicked things off. I got the Bills um, coming in at the number one seed, followed by the surprising resurgence of the Baltimore Ravens coming in at the second seed, followed by, could it be another team in the AFC West not named the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, that's right. The Denver Broncos are going to do it. Uh, with Russell Wilson at the re- at the helm um taking that third seed followed by the Tennessee Titans you know can they can they withstand um the you know the Colts that are that are definitely going to compete for that for that top spot at uh, the fifth spot I have the Cincinnati Bengals you know a team that I think will will experience you know a bit of a uh, a bit of adversity with the Ravens you know with hopefully a healthy Lamar, and defensive core, but nevertheless a team filled with firepower that could, you know, make another Super Bowl run. Um, Six-seed San Diego Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert. What is it with you in San Diego, dude? Did I say it again? Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Maybe I just want them to be in San Diego. Um, It's the days of old. And... (laughs) And at the 7th, you know, our boys down at New England, Bill Belichick and co. Sneaking away that 7th seed, you know, Mac Jones in his second year making those strides. I can't wait to see them in the picture. But yes, that means I am excluding, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs as well as the Indianapolis Colts. And even, and note, I did not make an adjustment to what I said earlier when I was talking about the AFC West the uh, not Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I'm going to snub them, even though I do think that they will finish with a winning record.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with a couple of those guys. Um, I definitely think it's going to be an interesting shakeup of the division I, or the, uh, the conference. I have the Chargers, the LA Chargers, coming in as the first seed in the AFC going into the playoffs. I don't necessarily have them um, winning the, you know, winning out, winning the AFC championship and going to the Super Bowl, but I do think that they're gonna take the division, get the number one seed in the bye, probably coming in at a 14 and three record. Right after that, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that, yeah, they might have a bit of a Super Bowl appearance, you know, hangover, have some struggles, but I do still see them being an absolute powerhouse in the AFC, uh, winning the AFC North and then coming in as a two seed with a 13 and four record. And then as the three seed and the team that I do still think is probably the uh, Super Bowl favorite coming out of the AFC is the AFC East uh, Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to have a 12-5 record. I mean, they just have a pretty tough schedule. So I think that, more than anything, is going to cause them to drop a little lower than they might like. Uh, Then fourth, uh, AFC South, uh, a struggling division. Uh, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning that one. Uh, I think that Matt Ryan, uh, Stephon Gilmore, Rodrigo Blankenship—they're gonna, you know, <laughs> be able to be able to boost the Colts to win that AFC South division over the Titans, who I believe are gonna struggle this year. And then fifth, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Honestly, I, I go back and forth with this pick. You know, right now I have them potentially coming in at 13 and four. Um, obviously the Chargers 14 and three winning that division, but 13. Yeah. I think that they're probably going to struggle more than that. Uh, I think that, you know, we'll have to see how Kelsey does, uh, with durability and production, you know, as he's definitely getting older, um, their number one receivers or trio of trio of receivers, McCole Hardman, Juju, and, uh, was it Valdez Scandling? Um, that doesn't really instill fear in any NFL defense, I would say. So, I, they could honestly drop more, and then uh, the next team up, in my opinion, would probably be yeah, the Denver Broncos. Now, with Russell Wilson, um, Bradley Chubb still on that defense, um, they could definitely surge into the playoffs over a Kansas City Chiefs team that might struggle and see you know one of the worst seasons that they've had in the past couple of years. Granted, those past couple years have been uh, AFC Championship appearance, Super Bowl loss, Super Bowl win. So, you know, they'll probably struggle a little bit, but they'll still have, I think, a winning record for sure. Um, number six, I'll probably get called out a little bit for this. I have New England Patriots coming in at an 11-6 and six record. Uh, I do have Mac Jones taking some strides this year. You can see him really, you know, starting to put things together under Bill Belichick. There's a lot of, you know, talk about who's going to be the coordinator's offense and defense without, you know, actual names, um, job titles and everything. You know, Bill's kind of kept that close, and that's going to cause issues in the offense. The defense, there's not going to be a lot of clarity, and people are going to get frustrated. Um, Everyone's looking for those storylines. I don't think that those really hold much water. Um, I think that last year there was a similar situation on the defense, and we had— one of the better defenses in the NFL. Um, We struggled on offense, obviously, but now we've brought back Joe Judge, um, some offensive minds. So, you know, we can get into that more. I could talk about it all day, but I have Pats coming in, sixth seed, and then seventh seed uh, Baltimore Ravens also coming in at 11 and six. You know, Pats and Ravens could probably flip-flop depending on games that they win or lose uh, throughout the season. Um, But I see both teams you know, getting their way, finding their way into the playoffs, um, last two teams in, um, in, you know, two pretty tough divisions. Um, But I don't know. Let's see. We, you know, first thing we disagree on is, you know, the number one seed. Um, I got the Chargers because I think that uh, Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in that division. Um, I think that he... First of all, he has all the pieces around him to have him grow in, what, this third year of his. Um, He's special. I mean, he is going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL for a long time. And I think being in this division with the Chiefs and with Patrick Mahomes, he's gotten less recognition for how really incredible he has been. So I think this year now we'll see a little more. Uh, vulnerable Chiefs offense that will give Justin Herbert really this time and uh, opportunity to shine. And, you know, that defense now with the addition of Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson um, to go along with Bosa, um, Derwin James, and a lot of just strong guys there. I think that they're going to be able to really jump ahead um, and win that division. And then, honestly, I could see the the Chiefs and and the Broncos – Fighting it out for that, you know, second playoff spot in that division. That division will definitely produce. I think at least two playoff teams. Um, with, in my opinion, we'll definitely see the Raiders at the bottom of that division after they'll struggle. You know, McDaniel's has got some great pieces, but he's not been a good head coach in his previous stint. Um, you know, obviously there's argument that he has more talent now, but he's, um, you know, they're going to be some learning curves and stuff like that, and that'll be, you know, they won't have the success that I think everyone thinks that they will, Um, but why do you think that the Broncos are going to win that division?
1: It's a a good question, Forbes. Um, First off, I think that they have, well, they do have the most gimme games, so I think that a lot of, you know, a lot of these like ideas that you know this coaching staff is young and they might struggle to figure it out i think that they have the schedule to be a team that starts figuring it out more and more as the season goes on and i think that look i think this is going to be a super competitive division i think that yeah pro- the raiders are probably going to come in last but they're going to be like i say they're going to go 9 and 8 but The Raiders
0: as the last team in that division with a 9-8 record. Well, I I don't think they're going to
1: come in last. Do you think they're going to come in last? I think the Chiefs are going to come in last. All right, all right. Um, Yeah, don't forget that. (laughs) Well, I mean, we don't see necessarily eye-to-eye on how well the Chargers are going to perform this season. Um, You have them only losing three games in what we've already mentioned is an insanely competitive division. I see them losing three games in amongst teams in that division and then they have you know a couple other good teams that they have to they have to beat and you know what i i do hear a lot of what you've said about um justin herbert actually i do also love his game a lot um and think that they're gonna have even more success offensively to definitely be you know a strong competitor that is gonna make you know the but you know, I don't know if they're gonna be that dominant where they will end up with a 14-3 and record. Um, but you know what, I do like them winning 10, 11 games this season, no doubt. Um, in fact, I do want to um, note a couple things here that I thought were pretty noteworthy. Um, from the betting side, um, odds are 250, plus 250, that the Chargers win the division which could totally happen. Um, and that's, I think unbelievable value, uh, in that regard for a team that is like you said, going to be more talented than last year on the offensive front. Hopefully they, you know, are durable at Keenan Allen at Austin Eckler. Um, but also, you know, they added some, some big guns on defense. So that, so that's a, that's worth a long look for sure. Um, but also, um, on a completely different note, odds are plus 750 that Herbert is the NFL passing yards leader. And we haven't even mentioned the name of, you know, a guy named, like, Mike Williams. You know, that big, tall dude that can also make plays downfield. Like, that could be worth a long look as well, um, especially since he was second to just, you know, that uh, that GOAT, uh, Tom Brady finishing with over 5000 passing yards um so you know yeah I, I do definitely hear you on the chargers front i do think that the broncos are going to have the chargers beat um by that one game i do like the experience um behind a guy like russell wilson who i definitely think is hungry uh, i think he's got a good receiving core as well um you know to to make things happen as well as you know um it's always it's always that's that uh that uh, jump to the second year I think um, where you see guys make you know drastic improvements um, being in the league for that one year and I, I have faith in uh, the running back we got uh, down in Denver um, yeah second year back out of UNC uh, Javante Williams expect him you know to take more to get a lot more touches and be you know dependable I I'm expecting him to to you know, definitely develop and and show his show his talents this year and making a big jump from his rookie campaign. Um, but let's move on. Um, we also don't see eye to eye. Um, talking, you know, Cincinnati and, and Baltimore. So uh, remind me how where you have uh, Cincinnati ending up. I have
0: Cincinnati uh, as the second seed, going uh, thirteen and four, and then the Ravens probably sneaking into the playoffs either as that six or seven seed with uh, an eleven and six record, maybe ten and seven. Um, Got you. You know, my biggest thing for the Ravens, why I don't have them higher, is just that lack of a receiving core. Um, you know, who they they've Rashad Bateman who needs to be now their number one um, receiver after they traded away uh, Marquise Brown. So that doesn't uh, inspire a whole lot of confidence that um, Lamar Jackson will be able to get the ball out, um, prevent, you know, a lot of hits and stuff like that. Like he needs to stay healthy this year. And part of that is obviously the protection of the offensive line, but. The ability for him to get the ball out quickly, and so obviously that means receivers need to be getting open, and I just don't have faith that they will. Um, you know, he still has Mark Andrews, Nick Boyle. Those are obviously two good guys, but, you know, tight ends cannot really lead uh, or be the centerpiece of your offense, you know, unless your name is Travis Kelsey. So, that's really concerning for their offense. Yes, you know, they just uh activated JK Dobbins who's trying to come back um and have his was it first season um he's you know an incredible back um but it's the it's the lack of really any type of offense that I feel like they can really you know consistently generate I mean I'm looking at a lot of these receivers on uh, on their roster and I don't know so many of these guys. I mean, granted, like, you know, it's not my team. If it was the Pats, I would think that I would know more guys. But, you know, Rashad Bateman, just about the only receiver I know there. Um, You know, obviously it's Lamar, and he's going to play at an extremely high level. And I think that's one of the things that's going to, you know, catapult them over the Browns and Pittsburgh, um, who honestly, I might flip-flop how I have them finishing their division. But... You know, they're going to beat out those two teams um, and make the playoffs. We'll see. I don't think that they would have success in the playoffs um, because I feel like they would just always be playing from behind. Um, You know, I don't see them as their offense, at least being a go out and, you know, hit you in the mouth and take the lead early next year uh, type of offense. On top of that, um, their defensive coordinator left, who's kind of. you know, created this defensive culture in uh, Baltimore Baltimore of heavy sacks, heavy pressure, um, you know, that they've been able to really be successful at stacking a lot of guys in the box. But um, that's not going to um, be enough when, yeah, they can't put points on the board uh, because they have no one to throw to. I mean, it's I, – I just don't see how they're – to really produce offense i see them kind of going back to a lot of whether it's option or um you know kind of pitch game to throw different wrinkles in the offense but that's going to be it and at the end of the day you need your quarterback to be throwing over you know 200 yards a game and he's not going to be doing that with the likes of rashad bateman devin DeVernay, James Porsche, Tylen Wallace, Jalen Moore, Ben Victor, Slade
1: Bolden. I mean, but so that's, that's all true. But if we look back in 2019, we're talking a guy whose receivers were, you know, I think Marquise Brown was the wide receiver one and he was a rookie and he didn't have more than 600 uh, receiving yards. And their second receiver was Willie Sneed that had 300 and, like, 40 or 50, 350 receiving yards. yards sorry, which is far, far from um, impressive by any means. Yet he won MVP and they had a stellar season. Um, I, That's, like, a fair point. But I
0: just think, like, that was, you know, that was right in the prime when, like, no one had Lamar figured out. And people were just like, we don't know how to approach this. And I think that has changed a little bit. Um, and even, like, yeah, Willie Sneed and Marquise Brown, like that combination, that's better than Rashad Bateman, a was second-year guy who really hasn't produced and is now expected to be a wide receiver one in one of the, if not the best, um, division in the, day, in the AFC. So. No, for
1: sure. And I'm not going to sit here and argue that the Ravens are going to be a uh, threat to, you know, win the Super Bowl or anything, but I do, A, think that they're going to eclipse nine wins, and B, for sure, make the playoffs. And I just have them with, you know, an easier strength of schedule, um, sneaking in as the number one team in uh, their division. Um, And I just don't think that the... I do love the Bengals, of course, and I think that Bengals have that potential um, to make it to the Super Bowl again. Um, But just the way that the regular season goes, I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to have the better record. Um, But I I see where your head's at for sure. Um, And, you know, Lamar definitely has a lot of people to prove wrong, which I'm sure he's... He's happy to live up to the moment. But, you know, you could definitely, I think, I think the odds for the Ravens are actually pretty pretty good, you know, even to sneak into that wild card spot, minus 140. Um, I think that's a good play for sure. Um, but I guess moving on, um, you have the Chiefs making it as the fifth seed.
0: I do, and that's definitely, that's one pick that, I'm uncomfortable with, I would say. I could see... It makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, I could see the Broncos definitely, if they're able to figure it out, I mean, again, first-year head coach, first-year quarterback in a new system for the first time in his career. Um, you know, they have... They have an offense that needs to kind of come together, um, but they have the defense, they have kind of kind of the pieces around them, and if they can put it together and, you know, figure out an offense pretty quickly, then I could see them definitely um, eclipsing the Chiefs and coming in at uh, in the second uh, spot in that division and then making the playoffs. I definitely I, – I can confidently say that um, there's going to be – there are going to be two playoff teams in that division. Um, I think you kind at of least. look – Yeah, you look at other divisions, um, I guess – You know, you you could say the AFC South is the only one you could confidently say is going to have one, and that's only because um, there has to be. But, you know, I Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, uh, Raiders, two of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Um, A lot of people would argue against us saying that the AFC East, you know, only one team in the Bills are going to make the playoffs, and we're kind of dreaming for saying that the the Pats are going to get in there, but... You know, people said that last year and we snuck into the playoffs, um, yeah. albeit took a beating, but we made the playoffs and that was in Mac's rookie year, first time in the offense. Um, so we've added some pieces around him. I think that um the John New Smith, Hunter Henry, uh tight end combination is gonna be really good. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Damian White, Ramondre Stevenson, our new kind of young backs. Um We do need to kind of put it together on defense now. Uh, We've seen, uh, what was it, Sean Wade, the not receiver, the cornerback that we traded for from Baltimore. Um, He needs to step it up and ideally be, you know, he's kind of been playing uh, everywhere in the secondary, but he needs to step up and definitely have a solidified uh, place on the defense. And then it honestly could be good if the Patriots are able to go out and trade for Roquan, Roquan Smith. Um, linebacker for the Bears, who just had this, you know, barrage of posts on Instagram saying he and the Bears had tried to negotiate and they weren't having good faith negotiations with him anymore. So he was requesting a trade, and that would be a huge addition to our, um, you know, linebackers that lost. Was it Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, um, Alandon Roberts, Kyle Van Oy, You know, we. Let a lot of those veterans go, which I think, in my opinion, was probably a good decision because I think we could tell that Dante Hightower lost a step. You know, Jamie Collins was good for a couple games and was kind of fun to have the novelty of Jamie Collins back on the team, but he wasn't his his former self, and I think you know he was going to request more money. So it's it's going to be an uphill battle for the Patriots who have to, yeah, battle a tough division. Obviously, in the Super Bowl favorites of the Bills. Um, a you know Miami Dolphins team that now has a lot of talent if they their quarterback can figure it out um, and you know a New York Jets team that will probably in all honesty still just be the Jets but that has also added a lot of talent drafted well so I do think that Pat's making the playoffs I think it's a, a plus 140 um, odds I think that's a great pick um, great money pick there uh, I think that the Titans, in my opinion, you'll probably you'll disagree with this one, but in my opinion, Titans plus 110 to miss the playoffs uh, is a pretty good call. I think that they're going to struggle this year. Going to probably put too much on uh, Derrick Henry. They've got potentially a quarterback controversy. Uh, I believe, what is it? Malik Willis and um, Ryan Tannehill. You know, they're obviously still going with Tannehill, but that's still. They drafted him, Malik Willis, with the intention of playing him at some point, whether it's this year or in the next. So that's kind of going to be in Tannehill, back of his mind. So, you know, I think that's going to be a division that struggles. I think that, yeah, the Pats are a good bet to make the playoffs. Um, Colts are a good bet to make the playoffs, I think. Um, I would say that the Browns, to miss the playoffs, are definitely a good pick. Um, I noticed that on a lot of websites they don't have those odds for them right now, mm. which I think they don't. A lot of you know, Vegas doesn't want to commit to a line there. If then the next day you know Deshaun Watson gets suspended for the entire year, or um, it's being appealed, so that appeal process is going to happen during the season, which means he would play the entire season. So, whenever those odds do come out, or if you can find a spot that'll take those odds, I think Browns missing the playoffs is going to be good because. My opinion, they're definitely gonna struggle. Kareem Hunt sitting out, wants a new contract. Doesn't seem like he's gonna get one. Um, then obviously you have Deshaun Watson right now, six game suspension. The NFL has appealed it, but he's still taking, you know, team uh you know, offensive reps with the first team. So if he's has six games out, you know, Jacoby Brissett, God love him, former patriot, he's not going to be able to lead effectively when he hasn't been able to you know get the reps in get on par with his teammates and his receivers and stuff and and then it's also if this appeal process happens and in the middle of the season the um, suspension starts and he's gone for six games and they're going from you know starting with Deshaun Watson then maybe going to Brissett and then back to Deshaun so it's it's going to be a confusing season and a confusing offense um, granted, you know you can't deny the talent that Deshaun Watson would bring, even though he's brought so much other, uh, so many other bad things to the table. But you know he adds obviously a lot of wins with that offense that you know David and Joku. Um, they have what? Sorry, Austin Hooper. Um, obviously, Mari Cooper now. Um, you know so. That, I do think that they still will struggle, even though they have the talent. They don't. The distractions are just going to be overwhelming. Um, and then, yeah. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting playoff picture. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you have some some picks that you would go with for uh, for our listeners here?
1: Yeah, so first thing that needs to be addressed is, the, I guess, the fact that I uh, have completely faded the Chiefs on this one. Um you know there are no real repercussions for me saying, uh, you know, to to our listeners that the Chiefs aren't going to uh, make the playoffs. Um, but that being said, um, let me just explain some of the reasoning. So for starters, they have the hardest, you know, they have the hardest schedule in the league. Secondly, they don't have Tyree Kill we got Juju probably as wide receiver one followed by McColl Hardman at wide receiver two who, you know, there was a lot to, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of options, I guess for, for Mahomes last year, but now we're talking about a guy that only had 690 receiving yards, then followed by Vandez scaling, you know, completely underwhelming, especially when, you know, Rogers needed him at times, uh, deep threat, um, you know, reasonable frame it's six four two oh five. but I mean uh, nothing nothing to rave to your friends about for sure. Um, and I'm looking at the, this line, Forbes, um, and it's 10 and a half 10 and a half wins. And dare I bet against Mahomes? I think this would be the year to do it. Um, looking at their schedule now I mean the only real winnable games like I mean like cakewalks for them are the Seahawks. Texans, and Jaguars. Then, the next easiest opponent, you would probably argue, is the Raiders. And they have to play them twice. Yeah. Granted, they blow, they completely blew them out, um, especially when the Raiders were struggling earlier on last season, winning both games by, I think, an accumulative like 60 points. But let me just say this. That's not happening again, Forbes. And I would not be surprised if they split with the Raiders. As they split with the Raiders two seasons ago and yes that season they went and lost to tom brady and co at the in the super bowl and that year they lost the raiders i think they gave up close to 40 points if not more and i just think they're gonna struggle i think they're just playing a lot of hard games and god forbid that travis kelsey gets injured if that dude goes down for three games they are for sure not winning 11 games yeah and i and you know what there's decent value there I mean, plus 200 for them to miss the playoffs entirely. You know, if you're a bold guy, you could, you know, there's definitely value there as this is the most competitive the AFC West has been since Mahomes has been the starting quarterback for the Chiefs. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to go on and say I'm going to fade the Chiefs. They won't make the playoffs. I do like the, the line of, you know, taking the under on the 10 and a half. Um... 10 and a half wins as you know what, they could totally, you know, as you said, make the playoffs either, you know, falling behind the Broncos chargers, maybe both in a scenario that they win 10 games, nine games, you know, and you know, they have that experience and you know what, at the end of the day, this is a, just a prediction for the regular season. Cause as we know across sports, it's different to have a high, you know, a high ranking as, you know, given the Titans last year finishing top of the AFC and then getting completely dismantled in their first game of the playoffs against, you know, Joe Burrow and yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. You know, if the Chiefs make it to the playoffs, I do not want to be that team that has to play the Chiefs, um, to say the least. So that's my two cents on Kansas City. Um, I guess moving on um, to the Patriots, you know, there, there's always a lot of good things to say about the Pats. Um, you know, their win total is set at eight and a half, you know, even a season that the Pats don't make the playoffs. Because like I said, this is going to be a competitive conference. Most likely those wild card teams are going to be hanging around the 10 and seven, uh, probably more so than the nine and eight, unless you're maybe a lucky seven seed. I, I would take the Pats either way uh, with a win total over eight and a half games. Um, and you know, it's just tough to, to bet against our guys, especially when you have an experienced coach in Bill Belichick. And like you said, you know, Mac Jones, I see this, you know, room for massive improvements. I love our running backs as well. I think Ramondre Stevenson is a beast. Yeah. I love watching him play. He, run, he just runs hard. He just <laughs> runs hard and he's great in uh, pass down situations. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I think that you know, with our tight ends, I think the biggest difference this year for us is we're going to be a lot more effective, I think, in the red zone. We're just going to pay dividends uh, going forward. I think we will have it figured out on uh, the defensive front, as we always seem to do, uh, even when, you know, we don't recognize all those guys, like you said, um, that have been, you know, typical Pat guys you see in a Pats uniform. Uh, but we do have our boy Malcolm Butler coming out of retirement. Right. Um, which is which is good to see, nevertheless. Um, so hopefully the Pats can you know, like like we said, um, sneak in to the playoffs as the second team in the AFC East. Um, I've been trying my best to to not think anything about the Dolphins, who who could low key you know, very very low key have a better season than we do. They have the same odds as as us, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the eyes of Vegas, they're as our, they are, appeared as our equal. Um which is funny. Um, but all this talk that the Jets are gonna somehow sneak into the playoffs just needs to stop um, as soon as possible. Um, it, it's just it's just very silly. Um, but nevertheless, Forbes, I think we should move on and say, um, how do you think the, uh, the playoff picture will, will end up? You know, we already kind of spoke about, Uh, why we think these teams will be in the playoffs, but maybe now you can speak more on how it will shake up and who will win the AFC ultimately.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely be able to speak a little more clearly on it as the season goes, but I see, so obviously I have the Chargers, number one seed, they get the bye. Uh, Bengals, two seed playing, the seven seed Ravens. Um, Buffalo Bills, three seed. Uh, playing New England Patriots, potentially that could happen again. And then uh, Colts Chiefs, four, five seed. Um, you know, I think that the Bills, it depends. Um, you know, it depends what the weather is. We know that Belichick uh, adjusts and plans extremely well for the, the weather. Look at their game one from last year where Mac Jones threw the ball three times. You know, and we ran it 50, 60 times, something like that. And, you know, the, the Bills were still trying to throw the ball and account for, you know, this wind curve and all this stuff. So that could, honestly, game could really go either way. Uh, it's, it's tough when, you know, two of three of those first-round games could be divisional rematches with Bengals-Ravens, you know, if it's switched up, if the, the Pats are the seventh seed, then suddenly it's uh, Pats-Bengals and Bills-Ravens, which, honestly... Sound like probably more exciting games, but <laughs> I do see the Chargers and probably the Bengals being the uh, playing in the AFC uh, Championship game. Um, the Bengals, you know, they might. It depends. They've actually been talking about. Uh, I think Von Miller has been trying to recruit OBJ uh, to the Bills, which would make it pretty insane Uh, Stephon Diggs and um, Odell would be
1: an insane wide receiver duo so Gabriel Davis I think is also pretty low key but we saw what he can do in the postseason last year yeah
0: he tore us apart so yeah I mean I I see Vegas um, you know has a lot of these these odds pretty pretty accurate in terms of uh, winning the Super Bowl um or conference winners, you know, Bills I, I do think that, you know, they, they have one as, as the Chiefs being plus six hundred, um, with the second best odds. I think that's a terrible call. It it is pretty nuts that three of four teams uh with the best odds, best conference odds, um uh, are from the AFC West and Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos. Um but I, yeah, I think that this very well could be Justin Herbert and the Chargers year. Their defense is going to look solid. Offense already, you know, we know with Justin Herbert um, and just a strong, strong receiving core. Um, the only question would be their tight end. They don't really have anyone um, there. So, But, I, I, yeah, I think this could definitely be the Chargers year um, to take the division and then,
1: you know, take control of the AFC picture. What do you think? I, I like it. I like the take. Um, there's definitely great value in that as well. Um, so like I said, I have the Bills coming in first, followed by the Ravens then the Broncos, then Titans, Bengals, Chargers, and Patriots. So that would mean the Ravens would play the Patriots in a game that Belichick knows a little bit too much about yeah. and would sneak a win there. Yes, I said it. The Pats would sneak their way out of the opening weekend. Um, and that would mean that the, there would be a divisional game in the Broncos versus the Chargers, the three seed versus the six seed. And I would also have the Chargers uh, advancing the ne- to the next weekend, followed by what will be a pretty easy game in Tennessee um, for the Bengals. And the Bengals will also go on um, to that next weekend. Um, I think that you know the Patriots' uh, good run will end there, and it'll be considered a quality season as we you know move on to the to the off season moves. Um, I think the Bills are gonna are gonna have the best of us, unfortunately, um, and I do think the Bengals are gonna have the best of the Chargers um, with, that ser- with that serious with that experience they have. But I think, like you said there will be no doubts as to who that guy Justin Herbert is and what he's capable of, as well as, you know, a big step forward for this franchise um, as they just fell short last season to what was a crazy uh, last hour of um, week uh, 18 Sunday. Um, and then I'm going to have the Bills go to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a competitive game uh, against the Bengals, but I do, I do think the Bills are destined to to play in that game. Um, you know, if they get Odell, like you said, I don't see, I don't see how a team could just um, last with this guy, with these guys on both sides of the ball. Um, so I, I just can't wait for it all to start, but that's that's what i got
0: yeah it's definitely going to be a fun a fun season um i think yeah some some good bets are uh passing yards for for herbert um could also do touchdown passes for herbert um you know in the afc i think those are pretty good uh pretty good you know banks for your buck and then you know definitely could also pretty good odds to Um, go for the Chiefs, missing the playoffs. You know, I have them making it, but I, like I said, um, don't feel super confident about that pick, but it's going to be fun. Um, You know, definitely could be a uh, a battle of um, Bills trying to make it back to the Super Bowl, feeling like it's, you know, it's Josh Allen's year. Is it Joe Burrow, you know, trying to get that win back, or is it Justin Herbert making it for the first time? You know, if we have back-to-back first-year QBs, uh, making it to the Super Bowl, you know, or sorry, first time uh, they them making it to the Super Bowl. That'd be pretty exciting. Um, but that's about all the time we have on this ninth episode. And uh, check back out uh, our 10th episode where we're going to be breaking down uh, the NFC playoff picture.